Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had a talk Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to part three of this interview. If you are not sure of where you are on your inner journey and want to explore it, get started today. Get your complimentary coaching starter back from www.emergingfeminine.com co.za and receive a quiz and mini course in your mailbox no strings attached let's get back to the interview these two questions i think you are particularly better equipped than most people to answer and i'm gonna ask you those two questions next the one is when you and i started our journey together we had a chat about being a victim and what is a victim and what is a victim not. And I would love to hear what you now think a victim is. In my mind, a victim would be somebody who, is, who gives up, who decides that, who actually feels sorry for themselves, who actually want people to pity them. Are you a victim? No, I'm not. Why not? Because if I'm a victim, I've got a negative mindset. So you've I, got a positive mindset. I hope to think so, yes. What else? Do you want people to pity you? No. How do you want people to see you? I would love for them to see me as a strong person who have gone through a lot of things but can do it, who can actually um, make a plan to get through it. That's the one thing I want a little bit more detail on because at the beginning one of the things you said you learned was that one must ask people for help don't victims ask people for help i suppose they do i, I don't actually know what a victim's mindset would be um, but what is it what is it that you do that's different because having worked with you as a coach i know how hard it was for you to ask for help yes no that was not an easy task so, for me I so you're your, if your norm is to be independent, what would a victim's norm be? To be dependent, I suppose. I think it's one of the key things about victimhood, don't you? If you look at cancer survivors, a lot of those people have certain things in common. And very few of them have a victim mindset. Very few of them. I don't think I've... I've personally met anybody that survived cancer that has a victim mindset. So if you bear that in mind, based on your own experiences, how would you advise somebody that's just been diagnosed with cancer? What should they focus on? Their minds. Um, they have to get themselves in the right mindset because if you truly, truly, truly believe in your own head that you can do this, then you can do this. And you will ask for help all the way. But just because you're asking for help does not mean that you can't do this. You need to do this with people around you, yes. with support. 
with love, with kindness, yes. with people caring for you, and you've got to accept all of that love yes. and support. Um, and the big thing is the acceptance of, of that help. Um, because for me, it was very difficult. Um, Even when you worked with me. Yes. The, the beautiful thing that I saw, I saw it at the beginning. Now I see the acceptance. But at the beginning, the hardest bit was being accepting of the assistance that was all around, which all helps to keep one in a positive frame of mind. When one is a victim, you feel sorry for yourself and you will only see the negative. Correct. So instead of accepting people's help and using that to build you up and build up your value, it's easily used as a platform to dump negative stuff and that pushes people away from us. Where you did the opposite, you had amazing experience from people that you worked with and the kind of things that they did. Don't you want to share one of those stories with the listeners? Oh, yeah, the people that work with me is absolutely incredible. I've only recently joined, well, for me recently, um, I only joined them a year before I actually found out about the cancer. And we had pretty much had a very strictly work relationship with the people around me. And the first day of chemo, um, it must have been about 30 of them got together with all of them with bandanas on, cancer bandanas on, with, a, with words saying, thinking about you. And they took a photograph and they, they posted it on Facebook and they sent it to, to my husband. Um, and my husband actually created a, like a WhatsApp group for Andre's support. Um, WhatsApp group and they posted this on this WhatsApp group and he showed it to me while we were sitting at chemo and I just like burst into tears. It's the most phenomenal, phenomenal thing to have these people that I usually just spoke to them, go up to them, say, let's sort out this problem, let's have a look at this issue, etc, etc. Um, for them to get together and to take this photograph and um, the support through, through that was just phenomenal. Thank you so much for sharing. That's really amazing. What if people stand back and they say, yes, but you survived cancer because you had such a supportive husband and you have all these amazing people you worked with and friends who bring you stuff and food and I'm not going to make it because, you know what, I don't have all that. Was that what got you through? You know, I think with me having the cancer, I didn't go about telling everybody, oh, poor me, I've got cancer, you've got to feel sorry for me, whatever. I tried to live life as normally as I could um, under circumstances. And I did have the most phenomenal support from all of the people around me. But I don't think I would have made it easier for them if I was negative about it. You can do this, and you can do this by yourself um, if you decide in your own head that you can, and then the support will come if you don't decide that you're going to die in any case and, and be negative about it in your own head. I did share with them that, you know, I've got a problem because I'm nauseous or, you know, I'm not feeling well, but I've got the hot flushes or whatever the case might be, but I didn't share that with the people around me so that they could feel sorry for me. I just tried to explain to them what was happening to me. 
um, so that they could understand that if I start taking off my clothes, not not all of it, but if I start <laughs> taking off something, that it's not because um, of anything, um, it's because I'm hot. Or um, if I say no thank you for something that they're offering me to eat or whatever, it's not because of anything, but I don't can't stomach that at, the, at this point in time. So you try to explain it to them, but not in a way that you want them to pity you. It, it must be nearly factual um, than, than what it is, you know, for them to pity you. And then the support around you will come from the strangest places. Um, you know, you would just say, get somebody that would say, well, I'll, I'll pray for you or I will, you know, I'll keep you in my thoughts or let me know if you need anything. Um, and you've got to take those people up on that uh, comment of let me know if you need anything because they really mean it. Yeah, it is, it's a lot to do with your own head um, and you deciding to do it. It really sounds like this made you exceptionally strong and focused what? about what you want. Yeah, I wouldn't say exceptionally. I think I'm just a normal person. But you have to... You have to live your own life. Um, you have to decide to live your own life and not just think that life is just going to carry on regardless. Um, that's got to be a conscious decision. And I think that most probably has helped me quite a lot. Now that you're free, free and conscious, how do you deal with the fear on a daily basis as a normal person? Yeah, I think the fear is, is always there. There's a constant reminder I've got a port in, so every time I'm in the bath or in the shower and I touch that, it's like, oh yeah, no, I've got that port, you know. What is, the, please explain the, to the listeners what a port is. A port is a device that they actually attach inside, underneath your skin that goes indirectly into your main artery. So that when you do chemotherapy, they put the chemotherapy into the port because as you do chemo, it affects your veins and they struggle actually finding veins to put the, um, to put the chemotherapy into. Because I had a long-term chemotherapy that was six months, they advised that I put a port in so that it, I don't have a problem with them finding a vein to actually put the chemo into. So... For me, the port is just that reminder that I had cancer and I must be grateful for being cancer-free. So every day, every single day, I say thank you very much for me being cancer-free. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for actually um, giving me a strong, healthy and fit body. Because I believe that if I keep on telling myself I've got this strong, healthy, fit body. I will have a strong, healthy, fit body. But I can't go sit down and say, okay, well, this body is just going to attach itself to me. I've got to do something about it. So to have a strong, healthy, fit body, I've got to go out there. I've got to walk my five kilometers. I'll most probably go back to the gym now because I avoided it because of all of the you know, all of the viruses and bacteria and all of that because my immune system wasn't strong enough. But I have to get back on my bicycle. I've, even if I go and cycle 10 kilometers, and that, that's fine. My husband went on his own little 
mission um, when he found out about the cancer and he ordered a motorhome. We're going to be traveling with a motorhome. He's recently just bought a tandem because in his mind, if I get back on the bike and um, we can actually do a race together, he wants to do the Argus, which is a Cape Town 109 kilometer race um, but he doesn't want me to do it by myself because he knows that's quite a tall order for me to actually get onto the bike and do 109 kilometers up and down those hills so he actually went and bought a tandem a week ago so that he can do this with me so I think in his mind he's also trying to focus on getting me fit strong and healthy and keeping it like that that's an amazing way to deal with something that must be always at the back of your mind. Not only in how you engage in it, how you think about it and how you choose to engage with gratitude. Not just as a thought and an emotion that raises your vibration, but especially in terms of lifestyle ongoing it's really amazing to listen to you and I was hesitant of whether I should ask you this question or not and I'm not sorry I did <laughs> yeah no it's um I'm very grateful I'm grateful that I'm still here I'm grateful that I'm health that I'm healthy I'm grateful for for life I want to share with the listeners that when I met you and we started working together there was a lot of unknowns in the air about what would happen to you does this mean you're gonna die and all the deep stuff we had to work through and I want to tell you that it is incredible a few months later to speak to you and to hear how positive you are how full of life you are having been a widow to a spouse of cancer many years ago who went into remission, listening to him when, for me, it was like we had our lives all over again, hearing somebody who didn't have the mindset that he wanted to live. Because of the different way that he chose to deal with it, you are an absolute inspiration. It's amazing to think that you're the same person that I spoke to those all those months ago, and neither of the two of us knew what would happen. So... I want to congratulate you for your strength, your honesty, your transparency and the incredible willingness that you have to share anything if you think it can add value for other people. You're an amazing example and I honestly admire you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much Adele. Henri does not necessarily choose to be contacted and I know she values her privacy and especially her health in a very conscious way but if you really wish to connect with her and want to encourage her or ask her a question I'm going to include a hidden email link in the transcript on the website where I'm going to post the interview on www.adele-green.com so if you get to the website you can just put on the search button Andri Vermaak, it's A-N-D-R-I Vermaak, V-E-R-M-A-A-K, and that should bring up her episodes. Or you could contact me on Twitter at Naked with Adele. Thank you for listening. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run. Took the hand. Jim and we
Make It With Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This road I've been given But I wish someone had a talk to me Like I want to talk to you It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask I can fool the world but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. I love you but I gotta stay true My morals got me on my knees I'm begging please Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the load. Now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind, don't need to think it over. If I'm wrong, I am right, don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adel-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.